0: In today's show, we're going to look ahead to week four in the NBA, a weekly preview show, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PricePix. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's PricePix.com. The promo code is LOCKEDON. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free. And we are available on all platforms. We're going to look ahead to week four in the NBA. Daily changes lineups, weekly changes lineups, how the schedule aligns, talking about all of that stuff. But if you do want to help me in my quest to raise funds for men's mental health awareness and treatment, suicide prevention, prostate cancer research and treatment, and testicular cancer treatment and research, and all other men's health issues, I'm growing this mustache. Now, if you donate, I can't promise you a mustache ride, can't rule it out, but you're going to see this thing develop. It's going to look great. It's going to look awesome. And you're also going to be donating to a great cause. There is a link in the description of this show, whether that is on YouTube or whether it is in audio form, you'll find that link there. Or you can go to movember.org.au and search my name to donate. Thank you to everyone who has donated so far. It's been awesome. We have hit over $1,000 so far, which uh, my goal was 500 and we are six days in to the, new, to the month, and we've hit it already. So that is awesome. So thank you to everyone. We're just going to keep going, keep rolling keep getting that, uh, those donations in because I do think it is a very good cause. We're going to talk week four in the NBA, so let's have a look at how it all shakes out, Warnie. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes, it's a weird week. Yes, it's a weird schedule. And I know your question is going to be, why are we getting 15 games on Monday and zero on Tuesday? And I'll tell you why. On Tuesday in America, the United States of America, the USA, good old USA, Tuesday is election day. Now, I have no idea why Americans have elections on a Tuesday. We have them on Saturday. Seems to make sense when there are fewer people working and it's a lot easier to uh, to get to, to vote, but whatever. That's fine. You have it on Tuesday. Um, there's been a push for a while, I believe, in the US to make election day a public holiday to get more people the ability to get out and vote. And the NBA has just said, basically, we want to encourage people to vote. So, yes, Having this situation where they don't play games is, oh, you've only got 450 players in the NBA. Is that really a big difference? It's not just about that. It's about all of the employees, arena employees, team employees, everyone having the day off, increasing the vote. But it's also bringing awareness to it saying, hey, we're not going to work on this day. We think voting is important. So we want actual other companies and maybe push for legislation changes to make it a holiday so that. People can go and vote. Yes, NBA games take place at night after polls have closed. I know that. But it's again, it's about showing that they believe that it should be more accessible and showing that they believe that it should be pushed in more areas to make it um, a holiday so that people aren't working on that day. And again, NBA games aren't just like at seven o'clock, we start. Like preparations and all that stuff happens all throughout the day. So that is why we have a zero game Tuesday. It's for election day. It's to allow, it's not just to allow team officials and players the opportunity to vote. It's to show that they believe that there should be more of an opportunity for people to vote by pushing to make that more of a holiday across the country. There, that's done. So, therefore, to make up for it, we've got some absolutely ball bursting Mondays and Wednesdays. Every single NBA team plays on Monday, RIP streaming, no chance of streaming, 15 games on. And then we've got 13 games on Wednesday. So that is an absolute nut buster of a beginning of the week. So basically, the first three days of the week, there is no streaming value whatsoever. 15 games, zero games, 13 games. It's a weird week. That's how it is. But then we love the rest of it. Four games on Thursday, eight games on Friday, eight games on Saturday, seven games on Sunday. An eight-game day is the perfect amount. I love an eight-game day. Seven to nine is the perfect day for absorbing what's going on, for me having stuff to talk about, for you having plenty of spots on your fantasy roster. If they just did seven a day every every week, I'd love it. Rather than 12 and two and 13 and one and whatever nonsense they do. But that end of the week is a real perfect run at things in terms of um, how I like the schedule to look. But You know, the NBA doesn't care what I think, but that's how I like it. Let's take a look at how that breaks down in terms of amount of games played. No two-game weeks That's great. We had a lot of them this week. None of them next week. And the vast majority, 67%, two-thirds exactly, play four games. 20 teams play four games next week. So the majority of our players are playing four games. So when you're looking at weekly leagues, and we'll talk about them later, and you're making start-sit decisions, it's going to be a lot of them based on volume. Three-game guys we sit, four-game guys we play. The 10 teams that play three games, the Bucks, the Heat, the Suns, the Clippers... The Warriors, the Spurs, the Pacers, the Bulls, the Rockets, and the Magic have three games. Therefore, the other 20 teams that I did not mention, they all play four games for this upcoming week. So, how do we stream it? This is Daily Changes League. Streaming, Daily Changes Leagues. I'm not going to define streaming again. We're streaming Thursday through Sunday. Can't do it Monday. Can't do it Wednesday. Can't do it Tuesday because no one plays. So we're going to stream Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four streaming days. Other weeks, I've had five. We've got four this week. Only two teams play three quality games. It's the Sixers. Awesome stuff. If you've got a De'Anthony Melton. Value, maybe, if Embiid is out for maybe Montrezl Harrell or Paul Reed, But even deeper leagues, you're looking at Georgie Niang. Maybe Daniel House. Maybe very deep leagues for um, old mate, Shake Milton. And then it's the Wizards with three games. So their roster's are a shit show. Their rotations are annoying. But that means you've got Anthony Gill, Denny Avdia, Farton, Will Barton. No, F- you, Will! No, he's ready to sack that. F- run, Will! Give it off quick! There's even the return of Corey Kispert, who could provide value. Because remember, these guys aren't particularly good. But if you can use someone like Will Barton three times during the week, Denny Avdia, three times during the week, Corey Kispert, three times during the week versus having a Pacers fringe player, Chris Duarte, or maybe you've got um, a Bulls fringe player, Alex Caruso, where you use him once the three games wins out is three games of IO Desumu, who maybe he's in your best 10 players on Monday. Maybe he is on Wednesday, but maybe he isn't is so it's one game of him worth more than three of Will Barton. I wouldn't drop DeSumo for Barton, but that's just a name that I brought up. But let's do Patrick Williams instead of DeSumo, who who's become a solid ad. If you are chasing wins in week four, and we're getting more to the stage of the season, we're not quite there yet, where chasing wins, especially if you've struggled early on, becomes more important. I still think we should be having a longer term view. But if you wanted to do it, like a three game of Will Barton, a three game of Denny Avda, is worth more than one usable game of Patrick Williams. 30 minutes of Williams, you might get 70 mil- minutes of Will Barton. All right, and that, that's an obvious trade-off. And you need to establish if that makes sense for your own team, whether you do that or not. Out of the three-game teams, again, not every schedule is built the same. The Heat and Warriors have two quality games. So the two games of Warriors, two games of the Heat, is the same as the Hornets' schedule for quality games, or the Jazz. or basically every team, every four-game team, apart from the Sixers and the Wizards, so 18 four-game teams play two quality games the same as the Warriors in the Heat, but it looks worse because they play three. Now, I know that Steve Kerr was talking about, oh, man, we're going to give John Kaminga minutes. He's going to be in the rotation. Do not add him, please, for the love of God. Please do not add him in 12 or 14 team leagues. Again, I implore you, look at rotations. How the hell is he getting more than 17 minutes, even if he's back in the rotation? Maybe he takes Jermichael Green's minutes. There's 17 minutes. That's it. Do you actually care about that? No, you don't. He's not well, he's in the rotation. It's 28 minutes a night here, John Kaminga. It's absolutely not. Unless I am completely wrong and they play Jordan Poole 12 minutes a night and Wiseman's out of the rotation and they run a seven-man rotation, it's just not going to happen. So be really careful about reading those coaches' quotes and hearing, and look, the headline is, well, Steve, John Kaminga play well. He's going to be in the rotation. And then the comment is, if he continues to do things well, then he's got to realize that there's going to be nights where maybe he doesn't play. So, like, settle down. And the minutes back in the rotation might mean 12 minutes. So I know that's one, because I did see a headline somewhere. Hey, man, Kaminga's back. Yeah, add him. No, 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 no. I do not agree with that in the slightest. Because again, um, yeah, they have the two quality games this week, the Warriors. But 30 minutes of John Kaminga? 31 minutes of John Kaminga over the week? I'd rather 70 minutes of Corey Kispert. Like, that's I, I just, yeah. And remember, don't fall. F- we see it's... A constant lesson about how you consume basketball media or fantasy basketball media. They love to highlight the positives. Or, in the case of certain players, only focus on the negatives. They love to highlight the positives. Remember, we did this with Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons went crazy. He's on fire. 22 points in a quarter. And then he had 12 points the next game. Not a peep. No one talks about it. Right? And then Anthony Simons goes off because Lillard is out. And we talk about, man, he's going off. Yeah, but... Lilith is out, right? So there are always bits and pieces and it makes me sound like the biggest downer, the biggest hater because I'm just trying to pull water and all this shit. But it is important to know those things or to pay attention to them at least. It's important to pay attention to price picks because this is the way that you want to play daily fantasy. It is so easy to do. Like you go in there and instead of trying to create a lineup with salary caps and going up against thousands of people, You just go up against the player projections they put out there. They might have Corey Kispert over under nine and a half points. You go, all right, I'll throw that in my lineup. They might have John Kaminga over under three and a half points. And you go, okay, I'll pick over under. I'll put that in my lineup. You go up to five of those individual player projections. You put them into a lineup. and You can win up to 10 times your entry fee. It is as simple as that. It can be done in under 60 seconds. And if you do win, the payouts are fast and safe as well. It's available in over 30 US states and in Canada. But of course, it's not just the NBA We can look at minor sports like the NFL, Major League Baseball, Stanley Cup, boxing, PGA, college football, men's and women's college basketball, eSports, NASCAR, the WNBA when that's on, tennis, and of course, the big boy, disc golf. All of those sports are available over at pricepicks.com. So download the PricePicks app or go to the pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. I can see my uh, nemesis word coming up here. First-time users can receive a 100% instant Deposit match up to $100 with a promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Price Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. After you've done listened, listening to Locked On Fantasy Basketball, check out Locked On Sports today. It is our recap show, all of the action across the sports world in 22 minutes using the Locked On Sports. Fantasy locked on, not, not locked on. Fantasy locked on podcast network. Local experts. So good back to backs. Bit of a weird one for the week. Um, again, it's a weird schedule week in general. Heading into next week, the Sunday of Week Three, the Monday of Week Four, we have got seven teams, eight teams actually, who have got their back to back. But remember, Monday there's fifteen games on. So is it actually even worth it? Probably not. But it is worth noting that it is the Raptors without Pascal Siakam, most likely the Wizards. The Jazz, who may or may not sit Mike Conley. We'll watch that one. The Cavs, who are dealing with injuries to Garland and Mitchell. Let's watch that one. The Grizzlies. The Bulls. Is Zach Levine going to play with his knees? Pop back up on the injury report. Mm. Um, the Lakers. It, it appears that Davis and LeBron are going to play. And then there's the Clippers. Now, Kawhi's is probably not going to play in either of them. But John Wall is going to be one of those guys who misses. But remember, we're not really gaining much from this because Monday has 15 games. So we're not adding someone on the Sunday and hoping they play on the Monday. It's probably not going to work out, is it? Obviously, there's no Monday-Tuesday back-to-back. Obviously, there's no point in a Monday-Wednesday pseudo back-to-back. And there's no real point in a Monday-Thursday pseudo back-to-back because, again, the Monday, guys, there's so many players playing. So let's look at a wide-ranging, a long-standing, which in fantasy basketball, five days is a bloody long time. Maybe we look at a Sunday-Thursday back-to-back. We can add someone to end week three. And then the next time there's really a usable slot, do they play again? And there is one team that fills that goal. And that is the Washington Wizards. A team with probably the worst combined combination of head coach and GM in the NBA. Yes, that is the team that I've been talking about. They are horrendous. Um, But is there options there? Now, I don't trust Wes Unsell Jr. with his rotations at all. And as I've talked about, it could be Barton, could be Kispert, could be Avdia, could be bloody Rui Hachimura for all I know. But they are the team that if you wanted to add someone to end week three, who then you can use to begin week four, which again is on Thursday for all intents and streaming purposes, the Wizards of the team. There is no Thursday, Friday back-to-back, which limits our streaming ability. Friday, Saturday, there are three teams. It's the Raptors, don't expect back-to-backs there, but maybe Siakam remains out or back-to-back sits. Boston, I wonder if Al Horford's back-to-back spasms will flare up again. Al Horford, he's going to play in back-to-backs, guys. He is. No, I am going to play all back-to-backs. Every back-to-back so far, his back has flared up. Wow, what a shock. His back-to-back spasms just happened to occur on the back-to-backs that he told us that he was going to play. You wouldn't read about it. The odds are astronomically high that that would happen. But as chance and fate... And the powers of Scorpio and Capricorn would have it. Al Horford is going to be sitting another back to back. Does he sit this one Friday, Saturday, next week? I don't know. The odds. Hmm. Well, he's considering he's going to play every back to back. You'd say he plays, but of course he won't. The Pistons—they have anyone that's going to sit out? I don't know. Not really anyone that's coming to mind. The Saturday, Sunday back to back. There's four teams who have that weekend back to back. It's the Jazz, it's the Nets, it's the Sixers, and the Wizards. The Jazz—we watch the Conley situation. The Nets, we watch to see Ben Simmons, if he returns from the knee problem, is he gonna play? Is Seth Curry gonna play those? I expect Joe Harris to play, but I don't know. And then, if we head from week four into week five, there are two teams who have the Sunday-Monday combo. It's the Warriors, and it is the Oklahoma City Thunder. So streaming this week is difficult. There's no real, clear, thought-out plan. You can stream daily. If you've got four ads, you can stream daily. Add someone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's the easy way to do it. It doesn't give you any ads to deal with longer-term longer term ads or anything like that. You can add a Wizards player on Sunday of week three to get them for Thursday, and then they play the Saturday, Sunday back-to-back. So that's one ad for those three games, and then you've got three other ads to just muck around. Maybe you open up another streaming spot. Maybe someone gets hurt, and then you've got another roster spot to play with for the streaming or long-term ads. I reckon that's probably the way you go about it, but because the way the schedule's set up, because there is an absence of Thursday, Friday, back-to-backs as well, we're really only looking at, you know, we've got, we're going to have more ads than we know what to do with. So it's not like about maximizing actual streaming value for this week. Your best bet is getting those Wizards guys in. Then your second best bet is going to be, uh, because that doesn't use an ad for this week. And then your second best bet is just using those other ads daily, or if some other long-term value appears, that's uh, how I see it. So let's have a look at how things go for the week in terms of the early part of the week, the Warriors play only one game, and that's on Monday when everyone plays, before Friday. So again, if you are adding a James Wiseman or a John Kaminga because you're hyped about them being good prospects, um, they, don't, they don't play until Friday. So again, you're sitting on an empty... And it doesn't matter, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, really, but that is a long time between drinks. Whereas these guys, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, the Hornets, the Blazers, the Hawks, they will play three games in the first four nights of the week. So that's Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, they all play. That is interesting to note. It also means that the back end of their week is pretty rough. But to end the week, there are only two teams that play three games in four nights. And that's the area we want to focus on. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it is the Sixers and the Wizards. They play three games in four nights to end the week. So that's where we stream them in. But these other teams, the Bucks, the Bulls, the Clippers, the Suns, Pacers, Rockets, Magic, Spurs. One game in those last four nights. So, you're Patrick Williams, you're John Wall, Luke Kennard, Norman Powell, players for the, the Clippers. You're maybe you're looking to replace Cam Johnson because he's hurt with Tory Craig. Don't, but maybe you are. You're going to get one game out of him. He plays one game in the last four days. The Pacers. Does that mean you need to drop sticks? I know everyone's going to be asking. Stand by! I would stand by him a little bit more. I, I wouldn't drop him at this point. I don't think Miles Turner is really impacting I just think Jalen Smith is not a very good player. And if he struggles early, he just completely fades away. And that is a problem, of course. But I would still hold him. I don't think anyone's taking his role. Yeah, the Rockets play one game in four nights. The Magic, the Spurs. So Zach Collins, if you tried him out, you're not going to really use him much, are you? The Bulls do not play Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. So if you've got a Bulls play, again, back to Patrick Williams. You had him on that Monday, Wednesday. Did you actually use him? And then you have to wait all the way until Sunday. And that is not a great use of that roster spot. Is his upside upside even high enough to hold through all of that? I don't think so. Let's transition now to weekly leagues. This is a lineup where you set it once a week. There's no massive guys where I look at and go, yeah, that's going to be an awesome ad for this week. Nothing massively stands out. A lot of it's going to be injury-related. Now, we know that Mitchell Robinson is out for 7 to 10 days, so his week is done. So, of course, Isaiah Hartenstein, who isn't available everywhere, but he's available some spots. So, if Isaiah Hartenstein is available in your league, I cannot implore you enough. This is a guy who already is a top 100 player. You have to add him. And yes, he didn't close the game against the Sixers. That doesn't mean he won't close the next one, and he's going to get over 20 minutes guaranteed. Right, but you can maybe look at Obi Toppin. Because they did play, for the first time ever, I don't want to hear any more about Obi-Wan. Big minutes of Randall and Toppin together and Tom Thibodeau. It's not like everyone wasn't calling for this. It actually worked, my guy. I couldn't believe what Thibodeau was doing. Playing Randall and Toppin together, an 11-man rotation, putting Grimes in the starting lineup. Did, did someone get in this guy's ear? Did he get threatened with something? Is he getting blackmailed? I don't know what happened. Anyway, Obi Toppin might be an ad. With Siakam, maybe unlikely to play. Chris Boucher is a great ad. Preston Chua is a less great ad, but he's also an option. Jalen Duran might return. they got four games. Hopefully, he gets his 20 minutes back. Marcus Smart hurt his wrist on whatever day it was, Friday. I don't know if he's going to miss time, but Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon become options. Quentin Grimes was pretty bad, grimy in that first game. Didn't do much, but four games as a starter. Maybe he plays 25 minutes a night. Maybe that's 100 minutes. Maybe he scores 40 points and hits five threes over the course of the week. That might be enough. It might not be, but it might it might, be, might be enough. And new starting center in Dallas, Dwight Power. Is he great? No. Is he better than JaVale McGee? Pretty obviously. And again, four games, 25 minutes, 100 minutes for the week. That might be enough over a fringe guy playing three games. It might be enough to use him. But again, you're looking at Toppen and Hartenstein and Boucher as probably the big ones, but there's nothing that massively stands out to me given how the schedule is pretty even in terms of overall games played for the week. Guys, you want to look at sitting. I'm not starting Kawhi Leonard. They've only got three games. He's probably not going to play at all anyway. John Wall, there's a back-to-back, and then he probably plays two games. You don't want to start him. Um, Jalen McDaniels, Terry Rozier returns on Saturday, and maybe Haywood and maybe Ball are back next week, and that is going to severely limit what Jalen can do. And I believe they only have... um, no, they have four games, actually, but I'd be I'd be really cautious about him. Obviously, we're not starting Kyrie. We're definitely not starting Dennis Smith Jr., and we might actually be dropping him after today's game. We'll keep an eye on that. I wouldn't start Isaiah Jackson with only three games this week. I probably wouldn't start Jalen Smith as well, to be honest. Max Struess, only three games this week as well. Hard to start him when we don't really know what Butler status is. And then Pat Williams, as I've mentioned his name a million times today. You probably wouldn't start him with three games. For points leagues, these guys are all available in over 50% of leagues. And while I don't look at some of these guys as must roster long-term players, and they have been droppable, when they've got four games this week, you can add them and start them. Santi Aldama, not a long-term hold, but there's value to hold him this week. Onyeka Okonwu, probably not a long-term hold, but this week with four games on, you might want to use him. It's 80 minutes of play. The Shark, Bruce Brown Jr., Big Larry Nance Jr. Love Larry Nance in cat in category leagues. We're adding Larry Nance, by the way. I did a little short on that yesterday. Should have mentioned that earlier. We're adding Larry Nance. The minutes trend over Valanciunas is undisputed. Larry Nance could get hurt at any time. I'm all for adding Nance. Understanding that it could blow up in my face really quickly. Kevin Love's a nice ad for the week. Tyus Jones. Trey man actually has some value because of volume. And amazingly, Mason Plumley, who's not a bad points league guy, could be an option for us. Your players we sit in points leagues. Um I don't know why that's the wrong that's the wrong screen. This is the right screen. Players we sit in points leagues, uh Aya Desumu, I think, is not probably worth a start. Marcus Morris is iffy. Max Struess, the Winter Soldier, Kawhi Leonard, John Wall, Jalen McDaniels, Kyrie, and Dennis Smith. Similar names to the category league guys and that guys. We'll do it for me today. Don't forget follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and an Audacity. If you're on YouTube, you thumb it up. You leave your comments down below, you subscribe, and you ring that bell. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.